0: Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelik, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor and Rabbi, Billy Elias. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode here at Elan Restoration Fellowship podcast, Bearing the Burdens. And I am your host, Pastor and Rabbi. Billy e. Elias now today we're taking on um, day number 13 in bearing the burdens um, study devotional overview okay so yom Shelos asara and we, we last uh, last time we began or two two episodes ago we began our journey in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 Um very obviously well-known scripture the messiah giving the command to come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest um we spoke about that command and 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 i just wanted to touch base on because on something when it comes to that in the beginning approach me turn to me come to me um because someone had asked um who is that a, who is that a command for And I I mean, I'm going to say that obviously it's a blanketed command for all humanity. But I think in this particular case, this is a command for those who are seeking his face. Um, I I believe too, once the spirit starts to tug on your heart, then it's a command um, to code him. So, um, and, and again, like I said, it's a general command. I don't necessarily know it's about believers or unbelievers. But I think it's about the principle is about the, the state and where you are in your walk with or without God. I do believe that there are times when someone's not saved and they'll begin to feel the tugging on their heart. And this would very much apply. You know, when they start to feel the Messiah and the Spirit of God moving in them and, and they start to have their spirit stirred, realizing that they need something more out of life other than self-protection, self-gratification, self-glorification. I believe that's when the Messiah issues this command. Um, and, and, you know, and, and, and again, let, let's remember in the spirit of gentleness and humility... Messiah says to Peter um, at Banias, it is not flesh and lo- uh, blood that re- revealed this to you, but the Spirit, the Father in heaven. And I think we have to also understand that our words only carry so much. Our words are what they are. They're fleeting in the wind. But when we speak the words of life, which is the words of the Scripture, as Hebrews says that the words are living and active and sharper than that double-edged sword, once those words are spoken and the unsaved person hears it or even the saved person hears it and they start to feel that tug, they start they get to that point where they're like, oh, can I really deny the truth or not? That's when the commandment to come to him, go to him, turn to him, um, really kicks in, Play. So, we've talked about you know okay. So approach me, turn to me, come to me, depending on the, you know the Hebrew variation of the word. And we've all oh, we've already spoken about weary and burden throughout the entire um, series. And today I want to talk about ani uh, Right, I will give you rest. So, when you know. This is one of those things where, obviously, in the interpretation, it seems like it is, but it becomes—it's a complicated part of the scripture to interpret because it really comes down to what does it mean to give you rest. Um, So we have to kind of look at the phrase and the words that are being used. Okay, now if we were to properly translate this, it would say. And I will leave you. Okay. Now this results in a very problematic interpretation as I said. Um, Because if we don't know the mindset it sounds like come to me, turn to me, you who are burdened and I will leave you. But he's not saying that he's going to leave you like turn around and leave you. He's saying I'm going to leave you in something. With something. So... One of the issues that we have, I think, is in, in is the interpretation of the word Anika. Okay, um, now and 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 so one of the problems is Anika is not a Hebrew word; it's Aramaic. And you know, those who are students of the Bible, um, even for years, I don't think really um, understand or grasp the importance of the language that Jesus used when he was ministering to his people. He spoke a lot of Aramaic, which at the time of his ministry was kind of like the street language. Okay, it was kind of like, but not, but yes, the slang of Hebrew. So you see, if the centurions and the the soldiers and the legionaries and all of these wanted to learn the language, they would learn Aramaic. You know, it's kinda like living in, in Brooklyn. Growing up in Brooklyn and my, my my father was Puerto Rican and he was part Spanish and part Puerto Rican, you know, 50-50 split there. We grew up speaking Spanglish. Right? It was like a Spanish English. But when I went to Mexico for those years when I was running my soccer academy, those words didn't apply. So as here I am thinking, oh, I'll be able to, okay. And I would use certain words and they would look at me like, what are you talking about? Right? So we have to understand that by using the Aramaic the way he did, um, it was being done because that was the common language, language of the time. Right? So... In this particular case, um, it is the word rest. However, it's more than that because it means a camel's resting place. That's what it means. So anika in in, in Aramaic means a camel's resting place. So one of the things that we look at um, is when you now look at the word picture... Okay um, it's, it, 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 in this particular case, it means the word picture says that it's a camel burdened by a load, kneeling with contentment and complete peace. See, so that's why they they just translated it into rest, but it goes so much deeper into than just rest. okay it, Again, it's somebody burdened by a load. That's kneeling with contentment and complete peace, knowing that they're bearing a load. Okay, so as the camel kneels, let's let's kind of try to take a look at this. Its legs tuck underneath it, right? And its belly is flat on the sand. In other words, the camel is prostrate. The camel is prostrate. So what does this have to do with, I will give you rest? Well, what is Jesus telling us when he uses that word? Again, now, everybody understood what, we we live in a society where camels, we only see them in zoos, right? Um, But these, you know, the people of the time, they knew exactly what he was talking about, okay? They knew exactly what he was talking about. So what is Jesus actually saying to them here? What he's saying is that, he's saying that he himself is the bearer, the, the 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 bearer of the burdens. He himself is like the camel. In other words, he's gonna bear that burden for the weary so that they are gonna find rest and that when when they need to recuperate for the kingdom service. You see? So what he's saying is, I know what I'm about to face. I'm about to to become the ultimate sin substitute, not gonna become sin. Right? Because that would be spoiled. That would, that would not be a, a sacrifice pleasing to God. Something that becomes spoiled. That's horrible theology that Jesus became sin. He didn't become sin. He didn't embody sin. He became the ultimate sin sacrifice. He became the ultimate substitute. But by doing so, he bore on his shoulders All of the sin, all of the burden, all the weariness, all of the things that that Satan has put on us, that sin has put on us, all of these different things, he bore the beatings, he bore the the physical, he bore the emotional, he bore the spiritual, he bore it all on those hours on the cross. But the thing is, he did it with humility. Humility. Um, He did it with humility and peace in his soul. So much so, he had that peace so much so that he was able to say to, to the zealot next to him or the robber next to him, truly I tell you this day, you will be with me in paradise. That's the peace he had of knowing what the end game was and is. So when Paul, when Jesus says that I will give you rest like the camel he's saying that through all of this if you need if you want to have this rest you need to come to me and not only give you rest but you will do it in peace and in humility and in a spirit of gentleness. Pastor Billy will continue his message in just a moment. If you would like more information about sermon series, books, and other study materials, you can call us at 732-314-1956, or you can email us at elanrestoration at gmail.com. You can visit us on Facebook for Shabbat and service times. And now we conclude today's message with Rabbi Billy. And, and and I'm going to go back to Genesis chapter 24, 11, and, and, and on the surface, this may mean nothing. It might not mean anything. I'm sorry to a lot of people, but Genesis 24, 11 says, he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at evening time, the time when women go out to draw water. In the latter verse now, what we find is Abraham's servant visiting the wells at Nahor, okay, searching for Isaac's bride. So the idea here is that the burden-bearing camel, right, that is knelt, that is prostrate before God is is the one seeking the bridegroom. You see, in the end that's what rest is. Rest is when the bridegroom finds his bride and gives her the protection, gives her the peace, gives her the security and the contentment In his brace and says, I will help you. I will take the burdens from you that you can't spiritually overcome unless I help you do it. That's what the burden bearing um, power of the Messiah is about. It's about an intimacy that's been established, it's about a relationship that's been established. So that you can find peace in yourself and contentment in yourself and you can guide others to that same resting place through the Messiah. So my question now becomes this. When was the last time you sought peace or you sought the rest of God or the rest of Hashem? Have you needed it? When was the last time you were prostrate before the Lord and felt His peace. And I mean literally, when was the last time you laid on the ground on your face and prayed and asked. So again, um, this was a little bit of a shorter uh, a study, you know a, a overview of day 13. Um, but we have been really moving along now with with these uh, episodes. And um, again, I hope that this has become a blessing to you. I thank you for listening and for downloading these, this sermon content or this uh, Midrash content. And as always, I do pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and may he give you shalom peace. In the precious name of Jesus, our glorious Messiah, we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the old and new covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace.